This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by Tal Riser. Hope I got the pronunciation right. Tal is with Plasma Med Spa, which is in the process of opening in Weston. And I'm so happy to have her on the show. You know, one of the reasons why we do, why we have this platform, why we do this show is to help local business owners get their message out in the community and really connect with people. So anytime there's a new business that's entering in and around the community, I'm always happy to grant them the platform to tell their story. So Tal, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Pleasure is all ours. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. So the stage is all yours. The stage is set. Tell us about Plasma Med Spa. Uh, So it's a med spa that is focused on regenerative medicine. Uh, So the word plasma, obviously. Um, But most of my career I spent as a nurse practitioner in orthopedic surgery. So I did a lot of plasma for musculoskeletal injuries, um, muscle pain, joint pain, um, osteoarthritis, ligament tears, meniscus, uh, rotator cuff tears, things like that. And so when I decided that I was going to open up my own clinic, I wanted something that was going to focus on plasma. It's a, you know, a new-ish treatment, you know, in the last 10 to 15 years. And so now they're trying, they're figuring out a lot of different uses for it. And one of those is um, also in aesthetics. Uh, so now they're also using plasma as uh, instead of a filler. So yeah, a lot of really cool uses for your own blood that I think a lot of people don't really know about. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so I- interesting. So there's quite a few med spas out there, obviously. So this idea of a plasma med spa is kind of, I guess, a niche within the med spa business, specifically focused on the regenerative and the plasma? Yeah. So I I do offer, you know, the more common treatments like Botox, regular fillers, you know, IV vitamin therapy, things like that. A lot of med spas do use plasma in in some form, um, whether it's with facials, usually for hair restoration. That's probably the biggest use I would say in most med spas. Um, But uh, again, and I don't know every med spa in the area, so I can't speak for all of them. But I would say that uh, my experience (laughs) with the use of plasma is unique in the sense that that's, you know, what I've spent a lot of my career doing. Um, And so yeah, I'm, I'm just applying it to a lot more uses than most med spas out there. What was the impetus that, or the spark that had to decide to open your own business and go into business for yourself and start the med spa? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I always felt like I was a very hard worker and I was good at my job. I enjoyed my job. Um, and it's not that I didn't like my job and working, you know, somewhere else that, made me want to do this. Uh, One of the things is uh, I have a family, I have two little kids. So a little bit, I guess, maybe the flexibility of being my own boss. Um, Also, (laughs) it's sorry to laugh there snickering. It's a double edged sword. Yes, it totally your own business because you Yeah, while you're in charge of your own schedule, and you get to 
somebody said it the other day. I can't remember. It's it. It's not coming to me right now, but you, yeah, you get to do whatever you, you get to make your own schedule, but you still have to work all the time Yeah, and it never, and it never stops really. Right. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it's important. It's important to organize everything and really have a, a strict schedule. So even though you are on your own, you still have to have a strict schedule and you still have to put a heck of a lot of hours in, in many cases, mm -hmm. more than you would if you're working for somebody else. But on the other end of it, it's just so much more rewarding because you built it yourself and you're in charge and you get to ultimately yeah. do what you and I think, is. to be honest, I think the workforce is changing um, in the sense of the way, you know, like, um, and I, I don't know, again, like how much people know, but for example, like in Europe, work-life balance is much better, right? Um, and so I think the workforce is changing in that, especially after COVID, when people were like at home and working from home or they were unemployed or whatever it is, right? Like, it's really hard for people after that experience to go back to an office setting where, you know, like if they're two minutes late, right? Like, you know, they're, they get like a X on their, I don't know, employee thing or you know, whatever it may be, right? Like, and so I just, nine to five, right? Yeah. And I just, I just think that creating a good working culture and like an appreciative working culture, that was one of my biggest goals. Like when I decided to do this, I told, I told my husband, I, I said, I don't even care about making money. And I know that that's like, it, it seems, you know, obviously far fetched. I do, I do care a little bit about making money, <laughs> but my goal really was to be able to sustain myself. Um, you know, not like, extravagantly like just be able to maybe pay my bills and be able to have like a good work environment where you know like the people who work with me are excited about coming to work i know that's not gonna be like every day right um but you know they just they feel appreciated and you know they they enjoy what they do or they enjoy the collaboration or they enjoy the work atmosphere that's that's something that was really important to me yeah, definitely. When you focus on trying to make money specifically, it becomes harder and harder to make money. You, you really have to focus on helping people and getting better and growing as a person and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah. from there, the money just seems to kind of attract itself to you eventually. So very important. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when that happens to me. <laughs> oh, it, it's coming. It's coming. So back, back, back to this idea of the plasma med spa. I want to get into some of the common myths and misconceptions that the general public has. Because I think most people, I mean, I'm a guy, so I, I guess probably a majority of clients that go to med spas, I'd imagine, are women. Uh, so I'm kind of <laughs> naive when it comes to this thing. But I think most people, when you hear a med spa, you have a kind of a general idea of what is offered at a med spa, but a lot of people don't exactly know what goes on there. So maybe speak to some of the, the common misunderstandings that people have about what you do and, and maybe specifically a little bit more about the plasma thing, which is kind of fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people have misconceptions about if they go to a med spa or they get med spa services like Botox fillers, which are the most common, you know, med spa services out there, um, that they would look unnatural or fake or um, I can't remember what movie it is. I think it's an Adam Sandler movie where the guy like can't, you know, talk or drink water because he has so much Botox in his face. Like I always think about that. I don't know. It's, I mean, obviously that's like exaggerated, right? Um, but <laughs> so I think people who 
um, are maybe like unaware of, of what the services are. Like they're scared. Oh, like if I put filler in my face that I'm going to look super unnatural or, um, and that's not true. I mean, it depends on where you go and what you ask for, I guess. Um, but also I think, and that is actually one of the things that, um, I wanted to I guess be be different or unique when I open my med spa. A lot of med spas, I think, in my opinion, advertise people who look perfect, right? Like because that's you know I guess the services that they're offering. But um, most of the population is not perfect, um, nor will they ever be perfect. Most? You mean like <laughs> yeah? Every human being that's ever walked the planet is because yes. we're, we're human, and part of being human is, is having. Yes, I know. It's not so weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so you know, I think it's not relatable, right? Like if you, in my opinion, right? Like if I, as a normal human, um, go on a med spa website or you know Instagram or wh whatever it might be, right, and everyone there looks like a model that's not relatable to me because i'm not i'm not gonna look like that no matter you know whatever you put in my face like i'm not gonna look like that um so yeah so that was one of the things that like when i was working with uh, my marketing team i wanted you know people who look like people <laughs> um and so i i think that's again because i think if you can't see like yourself in that person or that you know whatever the service might be right it's not it's not going to be applicable to you it's not going to be something that interests you um and so yeah i mean i again i think most people are scared of it because either they're they don't know a lot about it or they're scared that it's going to be over the top or fake um but i think that depends again on education like educating people on what those services are and what you know is like a safe practice for that. And also, you know, having people be like relatable, right? Like if you if you go to a med spa and the person there looks like, you know, they're fake or unnatural, right? That's not going to be something that or I mean, again, if that's something that you're into, then that works out. <laughs> but if it but if it's not, then it's intimidating. Um, yeah, for sure. And even like myself, you know, I'm in my mid 30s, you know, most of my friends, don't do these types of services because they're scared of it because they don't know anything about it. So, yeah, I think most people, obviously they want to look their best, but there's like a fine line, right? Cause you can only do the trying to look your best obviously breeds confidence internally, but it's a balance between being confident internally and also looking your best on the outside. And if, if you don't mm -hmm. have one or the other, you know, they feed each other in a way. So it's important to have, a balance when it comes to that. And I've had other guests on the, the podcast that deal with, I had a, a makeup artist and we talked a, a lot about inner beauty, right? Cause the, the makeup is, again, it's an expression of yourself, but you can't hide mm -hmm. what's going on inside. It doesn't matter how mm -hmm. much you put on. So always important to remember that. So let, let's shift for a second here. You mentioned earlier, you have two little girls. Mm -hmm. How old? Six and three. Six and three. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember when my kids were that. My mine are now eleven and nine, and okay, and it's uh, it's been a been a blur for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, when um, you know, when I think about what I want to model for my kids, um, other than you know, trying to work hard and 
hopefully a paying off. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think a lot, I think a lot about beauty standards and um, the way that I grew up um, and how that affects like your self-esteem, especially in girls. Uh, so yeah, that's something that I think is really hard to navigate with uh, little kids, you know, for example, like for me, I, I never like in the home, I'm never like, oh, you know, I look horrible today. I never, I never say those things in front of my kids just because I don't want them to put so much value in that. But I think for someone, you know, for people who grow up being instilled with that value, right? That women or girls are beautiful and they're supposed to be beautiful and pretty, right? That's like something that's already instilled in us. And I think hence why the demand for this type of service, right? Yeah. Um, so my hope, I guess, is that they don't have those internal pressures. <laughs> Although, you know, there's only so much that I can do as a parent. So <laughs> agree 100%. It's funny you were talking about uh, inner beauty and all of that. I just, I, I thought for a minute that you were nominated to come on the show by a guest I just had on, but it wasn't her, but I had an interview with Allison Chesney and she's involved with an organization called project beauty of South Florida, oh, cool. which they're, they're and she's a photographer, uh, Allison Frank photography, and they work with young girls about again, inner beauty. And they do uh, photography shots with like no makeup on or anything like that. All about your inner beauty. Oh, cool. Really, really. I wanted to give her a little an extra little plug because I really appreciate what she's doing. And it just, uh, when you were talking about that, it kind of lit that up for me. So, but anyway, so what do you guys like to do? I know you're busy opening your new, uh, your new location and I'm sure you don't have a lot of free time, but when you do have free time, what do you guys like to do for fun? Um, we run as a family. <laughs> Really? My, yeah, my husband is an ultra marathoner. No way. Um, yeah. I caught I caught the bug. I just spoke about this with my last guest. We talked. Oh, really? Well, I just started running like four or five months ago, and I went down the YouTube rabbit hole. I started watching marathon videos, and then I started That's watching okay. ultra marathon videos, and like, what's the most extreme race they've ever had? I've so he's done an ultra. Did he do like a hundred mile ultra? One of those crazy ones? He, or he did a hundred kilometer race last 100, 100. summer. That was his wow. longest one, but he literally started the exact same way that you did. He started running in 2017, just randomly, just like, he yeah, always like, didn't like running. He just like started running. Yeah. And then the YouTube videos, that's literally how it happened. And then he was like, why would I run a marathon? I'm just going to run an ultra marathon. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's done, he's done a couple. He did the keys 50 miler. He's done the, there's one in Jupiter called the sand dune something. I don't know. It's like in the sand dunes in Jupiter. That one's a 50 K. Um, I let, I laugh at that because the farthest I've gotten so far, I've done seven miles. Oh, okay. Um, That's pretty good. Oh yeah. I, I'm definitely <laughs> happy with that. But when I watch people that are going 50 miles, hundred miles or more, it's just mind boggling yeah. and mind boggling to me because it's so brutal on the body, yeah. but it's such an unbelievable feeling brutal. when you accomplish, when you, when you, when you get done with it. So have you ever done a marathon yourself? Or I've done, done half. Marathon? I've done three this I'm running my third half next month. Ah, I would love to join you for it, but I don't think I'm ready. Okay. I, it's I don't the have Disney the one. It's the only ones I've ever done. The Disney ones are really fun. <laughs> yeah. I think once you get past six, seven mile range, you really got to start looking into 
actually train like a, a regiment of training for it yeah. and, and fueling yourself properly. Also, I don't do a lot of strength training. So I find that my legs get very tired very quickly. And when mm -hmm. you go, I'd imagine longer distances, it just gets it compounds on itself after a while. And so, yeah, I mean, my husband trains like for the hundred kilometer race, cause it was in the summer and like Lake Okeechobee, it was called Lake to ocean where they run from Lake Okeechobee to the ocean. Um, it was all on trails and he literally would go running at like 2 p.m. every day with a long sleeve shirt to like get used to the heat. I don't do that kind of stuff. I just like run when I have time. <laughs> <laughs> and then hope that I can finish the 13 miles. So, oh, so, so we won't catch you outside in the middle of the summer in Florida, like no. covered in pink oil. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if you do catch me, I I feel like I would need to go to the hospital or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. I, I sometimes I like to when I started running a few months ago when it was still hot out. I would catch myself sometimes just in the middle of the day if I was feeling stressed and I had some time. I would go out and run in the in the extreme in the in the heat because yeah, I don't know. Just it, it felt like I was getting more out of it. Yeah, I mean, there's something in your genetics that is, I guess, meant to do this. I don't know. It's what I tell my husband, because I was like, how could it ever be pleasurable to run 18 hours? Like, it just does not seem fun at all. And then every time he finishes one during the race, he's like, why'd you let me do this? This is the worst thing <laughs> I do. And then every time he- Never like, again, okay. never again. And, and then, then he's like, all right, the next one's a hundred miler. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny yeah. uh, well maybe one day i'll get there i don't know i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting i'm getting older but i have to have i have to have goals right i mean he's in his 40s he started running when he was 37 30 yeah so you know <laughs> okay so before we wrap up here why don't you leave our listeners with the one thing that you'd like them to know about plasma med spa as you get ready to open your doors um, yeah, I mean, plasma, med spa, other than the fact that, you know, we're good at doing regenerative medicine, using your own plasma um, to treat, whether it be aesthetics, we also do, um, again, hair restoration, it's also used for sexual dysfunction, which is something that we do. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome anytime. Um, but not the sex, not the sexual dysfunction. That was the hair thing. If, yeah, if, know, whoever's just whoever's just listening, whoever's just listening to this, <laughs> she said the hair. Wrong. She said the hair thing, and I leaned my head down to show her like my balding hair, and then she went into the sexual dysfunction thing, and and she laughed at that, and it sounded that was funny. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I get that. That was uh, a bad I pause, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, right, continue, but please. anyway, I I think one of the things that you know, sets us apart from, from other people other than the fact that, you know, we have that experience with plasma is honesty. Uh, we use only products from, you know, branded manufacturers in the United States, um, which, you know, some people don't know, but that's a thing where, you know, other, um, again, I'm, I don't know which ones, but some people do get it from not the United States, which is not really legal. So, you know, there's, there's, a lot of there's not a lot of like regulation i guess in in the industry so a lot of things can be a little shady um but i mean so what i would i guess what i would tell people is to do your research make sure that you know the person that you're going to 
is, um, you know, licensed and that, you know, everything is, you know, they have the right experience, they're getting their products from the right place. Um, we do that. So, you know, that's something that they can um, look forward to, I guess, if they come to Plasma Mexico. Lastly, how could we learn more? Maybe your website, contact information, yep. let us know uh, where you're going to be opening up your location, your address. Yep. So the address is going to be 1310 Southwest, 160th Avenue. Um, it's in the Indian Tree Shopping Center and the, where the movie theater is in Weston. Um, and our website, plasmamedspa.com, has all of our services, um, has, you know, information about the clinic, has information about myself and my experience, my medical director, all that good stuff. Um, and then uh, on social media, it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Plasma Medspa. Perfect. We will link in the description below to all of your contact information. Tal, thank you so much for joining us. It was truly a pleasure getting the opportunity to meet you and learn about your journey and everything you will be providing for our great community moving forward. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yep. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Everyone have a great day and take care. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business, to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com or call 954-231-3170.